Hey, buddy. So, before we get into some baseball, um, you know, James, James knows tonight I went to my nephew's birthday party. He turned three today. And I took an Uber home. And usually when I'm in an Uber, I either talk to James on the phone or on a night like this, I was tired and I would just listen to music um, because most Uber drivers are normally really annoying. But tonight, this one was different. And he's just a young man. He might even be younger than me and you. Hard-working black men out there. And he got the soul. And he does music. And uh, he played me two, two of the songs on the ride home. About 15-minute ride. Very spiritual. Very good. Um, the second song was for... All the healthcare workers that was battling through COVID. And when people like that exist in this world and they just work hard and they're doing good things like that, it's beautiful. So everyone go check out his Instagram. It's Tracy Michael Davis Jr. I'm gonna put out the link on Twitter. I'm also gonna put out the link on Instagram and in our stories. Uh, and it's it's very touching music. James, I know you'll like it when you get to hear it. And it's it's something really cool. And and may and maybe I was supposed to take an Uber tonight. Maybe I was supposed to hear this man talk and be because normally I'll give the Uber driver a minute. Because sometimes if they're really, really interesting and I'm not tired, I'll have conversation with them, you know. I don't mind doing that. But he he just did a quick twenty, thirty seconds. Oh, um, I'm doing a gig this weekend. Do you mind if I play some of my music? I said, of course not. And that that caught my eye. Quick, right to the point, no delays. And that's what mostly everybody has in life. If if you make people really, really interested in the first couple of seconds, they will keep on hearing it. So that's what this young man did. And I hope all y'all check his music out. You know, support him. And he's... He's going to eventually getting around to put together YouTube. He's working on that. And I think all of y'all will really like it. Um, so that's that. And now we're going to get into some baseball. Of course, the Yankees lost. I didn't watch today's game really at all. So James told me about it earlier. But what I didn't ask him was probably the most important thing that happened in today's Yankee game. So James... How did Gio Urshela play shortstop tonight? Gio Urshela actually played a very decent shortstop. He made the routine plays, and he made the plays where he needed to make plays. So he didn't mess up. How many balls were hit to him? It was about, say, nine or ten balls hit to him, and he made the throws that he needed to make three. He made the proper throws. He didn't bobble. He didn't double clutch. He played his position the way that you're supposed to play your position. And Giorcella played pretty well at shortstop. I gotta be honest. And this is what I like. Because now, even though we all know this changes nothing, unfortunately, Glaber Torres still the New York Yankees shortstop. Um, but... If 
Glaber keeps on sucking at short. And he's also not hitting. I don't see what the harm would be once or twice a week to start Gio at shortstop. And by you doing that, it now makes Glaber work twice as hard. And if Gio keeps outperforming Glaber at short, what that does is blow up how much of a trash bag Glaber Torres is at shortstop. Because just like Gio Urshela is not a shortstop. Now, Glaber's not a shortstop either. But Glaber, guess what, guys? He came up as a shortstop. So, if Glaber is doing better, you know what I mean? If Gio's doing better than Glaber, that's a big-time problem, man. And all y'all Glaber fans are not going to be happy about that. Yeah, man. I mean... People are just people are just not are not gonna accept it. But and I'm gonna make an unpopular opinion. It's probably not going. It's probably not gonna be the made a tweet about this. Um, I really think Luke Voigt is very valuable to this team, and I feel like without his presence, I feel like the, the Yankees are missing something. They're five and six. They're an average baseball team. Like they're they're missing something. I feel like when Luke Voigt from the lineup bring that fire. And listen, I know it's early, but and I get it. It's still April. I mean, the Red Sox are seven and three, but so you think April do count? So so you I'm think he's LeBron, the reason why they're struggling? Wait 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 wait. Well, I'm sorry. Sometimes you take too long to get to your point. I'm not saying Luke Voigt is the is the solution. I'm saying that the Yankees can lose and use more offense, and maybe Luke Voigt can provide maybe a little spark because the Yankees seem like they they just don't seem like they're motivated or something's missing from that. That's all. I'm not saying he's a solution, but I'm saying the Yankee team just doesn't feel right. Um, I'm gonna go back on something that. I, I, I didn't think it was real. But the real solution that the New York Yankees need is number 40. Luis Severino. That's, who's, wow. that's, that's who needs to save the Yankees. And here's why. Now, we knew April would be tough for Corey Kluber and Jameson Tyon. We knew they weren't going to be going six, seven innings per star right away. But that's fine. But if Jordan Montgomery is not always going to be able to give constant length, there's no Herman. So, if and Garrett Cole is not always going to be able to go seven, eight innings per start. And I'll say this right now. And, and Boone even said it tonight. We're starting to get to a point where this is going to be a big time problem. Now, the Yankees are going to get a little cover because Zach Britton right now, zero innings, zero pitches. He'll probably be back around June. So that's going to help them. That That's going to get them a reliever. Okay? Um, I, I don't know how many... Well, 
see see because Tyon didn't give them length, so the bullpen had to go at least four plus innings. So, but if Abreu and Chagrin keep having to go, what they're doing, same thing with Jonathan Lawazka, this bullpen is going to be not gassed by May, but let's say it's going to hurt them. And then if, they, if this continues, the bullpen will be gassed. I promise you, by if not the last week of June, the first week of July. And that means you're going through three months to four months with a busted up bullpen. So, that forces Garrett Cole to go seven or eight innings. And, and that's what they needed from him last night. And he couldn't do that because he had 41 pitches from, from the first two innings. So, but thank God he gave a six. But Jordan Montgomery can't pitch how he did the other night. And thank God he gave a length. Thank God he got better and he figured it out. But what if he didn't do that? So we got to get to a point where Jameson Tyon and Corey Kluber, now they're about to approach their third start. They have to be able to go, both of them, their next turn, six innings, up to 90 pitches. That's what they have to do. If they can't able to do that, then you're going to have to either... See, you really can't release them, but you would then have to make them in the bullpen arms. And then you would have to use a lot of Debbie Garcia. And you would have to use a break from the starting rotation, which you don't want to do. And then you have to bring back Herman, which which they're going to do now because they got the days off, so that's why he's sent down. But the, the, Domingo Herman is also a problem too. So, Luis Severino and and. The small problem about Luis Arino having to be the hero is he's he's Corey Kluber and Tyon too. When he comes back, he's not going six and ninety right away. He'll go two. He'll go four and a third. He'll go three. He'll go he'll go every start fifteen pitches more. So he won't be he 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 won't be Garrett ready. Most likely till his fourth or fifth start, maybe sixth. So this bullpen, best best way to help the bullpen out of the next week. So from today's Tuesday, right? So from Wednesday through Sunday. If if our bullpen only has to be used for two innings every game, that's a win. Especially because Saturday's matchup is a juicy one. Tyler Glasnow versus Garrett Cole. Oh my god. That, you want to talk about juicy, that's a juicy matchup. That, that's one of those matchups where like, I, 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 I can see both starters going at least into the seventh inning. Like, you know, maybe like one nothing, mm-hmm. like two one, like, you know, that that that's gonna be a very 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 interesting one for for Saturday. So if you love pitching, there's your matchup right there. And plus, if I'm the Yankees, you gotta understand too because after this it gets interesting because you got the Braves coming in and you know the Braves are gonna try to right their ship. You got the Braves, and you, then you're going to Cleveland. So after Tampa, you got the Braves, and you got Cleveland. 
So, and you got you, you got to start you know, producing more wins, man, because at some point the Yankees have to be at least more than a game over 500, man. But it's still April. I'm not panicking yet, but the starting pitching is a concern. And the bullpen cannot and cannot be used to give you nine to 12 outs every night. That is not fair. We're going to tax the bullpen to death. And that's not good. Like, you're going to overuse a McLean, overuse a McNelson, and then you're going to, and then you just don't want to do that. Another thing I saw from the game is that um, DJ got got bumping a game again, so DJ's starting to come around. Good for DJ. Um, We like that out here. Um, the man, the myth, the Clinton God, he finally got a hit today. Ooh, bravo, one for three. Him. He's so good. We like, we like that out here in these streets. Um, but the other thing that the Yankees need to also figure out is, is when is the offense going to start clicking? Because here's the thing, another thing that helps your starting pitching if your offense hits. And if you hit and run the scoring position and you're scoring runs, then your starters can able to go longer and not feel like they have to be perfect. So that's another thing they have to keep in mind. If, if they're if they're up like six nothing or like five nothing or like eight nothing and there and it's like the and it's like the second of the inning. Don't you think a starting pitcher will have confidence that they can go through like six innings because they have they have like a large room for error? I don't know, but that has to come, man. You know, getting you know when when you say the Yankees total is six to eight hits, you you think that's a good thing. You know, you you think they're potentially scoring five, six, seven runs out of that. But when it's not that, and it just hits together, you know, w- when there's nothing doing, it's a problem. And I get it, it's only April. But again, this is a problem because of RISP, okay? So, this is, this is why I even bitched the opening series of the season. This is why. If it if this happens against these teams, and let's be honest, the Blue Jays and Rays are good. They'll be there in October, most likely. The AL East can potentially have three teams in the playoffs. Okay, it, that's a possibility. It's not a high possibility, but it could happen if, if if it works well. Um. So, if the RISP comes against teams like the Orioles. And let's just say, God forbid, this happens against the Tigers. Oh my God, that's when people will really have to start waking up. But if in the next, because again, it's still April. So let's say May fifteenth. Okay, if we're still do, if we're still talking about these problems, and the bullpen's arms are practically falling out of their socket. The Yankees are definitely not winning 28. And then they're now going to have to think about, wow, should we have just signed Tanaka? Should we... And thank God we didn't get Paxton. 
as much as I want him Paxton, thank God he's done so for the season. He if he pitches at all, it's not gonna be till the middle of next year. But the Yankees got a lot of problems. And I don't know why Gary Sanchez thinks he's Brett Gardner. Who are you? You're he froze a quarter to second base. What are you doing? And and Aaron Boone, why didn't you pinch run him to begin with? He gets on base, pinch run him. When Stanton gets on base in the eighth, you pinch run him. So, what are we doing here? Man, it's like they want to fail. I agree. And this is something that the Yankees are going to have to figure out. And that, again, it's April, but I'm not panicking yet. But that does not mean I'm not concerned. I'm very concerned. Um, switching gears, um, the, the Nets played their game against the Stone Tunes, but there was no fans. And obviously the Nets won their game. But there was no fans in the Minnesota Arena. Red Sox won their game at the Target Center in in Minnesota as well, as they are dealing with the after effects of the shootings of another unwanted black man. It's, uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, the Twins and the Red Sox deciding to play today, even after the aftermath of what, what, what teams is so fresh? I mean, I mean, you, you have to. There's, there's, you just can't put the season on hold. They had small talks about moving the series to Boston, and that and that would have been the wrong move, because eventually the Twins were gonna have to get back into their ballpark. Um, uh, at one point, I took on the side that you just shouldn't play, but that's fine for one game. When it gets to the point of trying to do two or three or until everything goes good, then no sports would ever play. So, they did it the right way. Nets and Timberwolves had no one in, in the building. I think that was smart. I'm not sure if Twins and Red Sox had people in, Minnesota, in, in the Twins Stadium. Um, but, emotions are high right now. You know, You know, I heard it was under 10 miles from where George Floyd got killed. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's again, just, just a thing of, you could, you gotta be sensitive. Because what if they played yesterday? What if the Timberwolves and Nets played yesterday? What if, what if the Twins and Red Sox played yesterday? You're gonna have people Going to the arena and the stadium, causing problems, because they're all going to assume that not only do those professional sports teams do not care, that the people in attendance thought going to watch millionaires play a game are more important than a man's life, right? So, that's where the problem lies. That's why the Nets and Timberwolves had no one in the arena. And maybe those fans will get their tickets refunded or tickets to another game. I don't know. but And Cat is still not playing because it's the year anniversary of his mom. And I'm all for that. Way to go. 
And the Timberwolves also gave her a seat. And they put her jersey on that seat. So I thought that was pretty special. Um, and a lot of people were giving hick shit. I don't know why. I think that's not cool. It's super corny. You know, I took a picture of today's Daily News. And I think it says something like, bigger than a game. Something like that. And it just had Hicks on the cover in, in, in the Yankee away jersey. Um, and I truly believe if Hicks didn't play for Minnesota, may, may, maybe he played yesterday. I don't know. I'm surprised Anthony played. And, and of course, he didn't play for Minnesota, but, but he's just black, you know. Um, but it's just, you gotta be, you gotta be sensitive. And the people with the money gotta donate. I also think a lot of people are going to continue to cry for defunding the police. That's not necessarily the problem solver either. What just has to be done if... So, so back to what I was saying, like, even defunding the police, that's, that's not it. You just got to police better. Every cop has to know. Regardless of race, but right now I'm specifically only going to talk about the black community. It's not that I don't think all communities don't matter. Right now this is about the blacks. So don't be sensitive motherfuckers. You understand? Um, when you're pulling over a black person, okay, think. Do not go for my weapon. Go, you have taser. You have pepper spray. There's so many other things you can do before the gun. Okay? If the guy's out the car and he's going back in his car, I, I think no one would get as mad if you have to shoot him. But try to taste first. Okay? Now, I don't know why Dante Wright got back in his car. I don't know. I can't speak on that. James can't. No one else can, okay? Even his family can't. He's dead. We can't ask him, okay? No spiritual guy can ask him. So, I I gotta understand why are people doing that? Why are people giving the cops a reason? But at the same time, too... This woman apparently has been a cop for 26 years. She's a union rep. And apparently she also got guys off for stuff like this. You know, some people are calling for a job. <laughs> the police union is very strong, so I'm not sure she's going to get fired. And I don't think she should get fired. This, this could be her first mistake. And it's a whole decorated 26 career officer. So, so I don't think firing is it. I truly don't. But what has to happen, better decisions. And just don't resist the rest, man. I understand the black community probably feels every cop is out to get them. I don't think that's it. It's not it, man. I know it seems that way, and I can be sympathetic to that. But I truly don't think when cops do roll call at their precincts, I don't think their captain says or their sergeant says, kill black people. 
because also the captain or sergeants probably black themselves. Every, every, every precinct probably has 15% cops on in, in that roll call. So that's not it. They're not out to get to you. Now, if you want to feel that way, I guess you can. But I'm pretty sure they are not. Now, there may be some that are racist and don't like African Americans. And that's wrong. Cops like this, that shouldn't exist. We all know that. But not every cop is going to do that. Okay? So, you know, it just seems like sometimes we're talking j- just to talk because it's nothing going to get better. But at some point, it, it eventually will. Because just like this, pe- pe- people just gotta not let this go. Now, don't riot, don't break stores, don't set fires, but just keep having conversations. And I I wish I remember the number, but this morning on first take, they had a fantastic lady on there, and she said there's a number where you can call your senators, and you have to know the 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 senator's name on your state, and they'll listen to you, and they'll listen to what you want to do, and the bill that they're trying to pass is under George Floyd's name. I, I, I forget the exact name of the bill, but that's the bill they want to pass, and I I think that's gonna help better with the situation. So I'm I'm sure if you go on First Take's Twitter or First Take's Instagram, I'm I'm sure you'll be able to find that clip. And just go take that time and go talk to your to, to your senator of your specific state that you live in, and let's see if we can change. I agree. And last quick point, and I will say that there's a black man like though on the show. Um, our community has been hit hard. Um, we've been hit very very hard. We we dealt with a lot of um, tragedy triumph and more tragedies but um we just we just gotta do better ourselves and as for cops man cops are not bad people i know that the media and tv and all this um are trained for black uh, blacks to be a cop because they believe that they're going to kill us but i assure you that Majority of the cops, and I've and I've ran into a couple of cops. They're really, really good people. They just want to do their jobs and go home. Being a cop is a very dangerous job. Just you know, and you know, and recent being black in this country seems like a very dangerous job. I keep referencing saying that I shouldn't have to leave my house, and go to work, in fear. I'm not not making back home alive. That shouldn't be the case. We just gotta do better. Be better, do better. And just be respectful to each other, man. Like, this is... This is what we need to do. We need to be better, do, do better, and honestly, just be better people to each other. Because I think that there's just too much conflict. There's too much conflict, there's too much hate in the world, and we just need to treat each other better. And that's all I gotta say about that. And on a positive note before we get you out, before we get us out of here, 
we like we as a sports dudes, we're gonna tease it, but just keep up, keep an eye out for next Thursday. That's all I'm gonna say. Just keep an eye out. What's next Thursday? You don't know what next Thursday is? Nah, the bro. Biggest. The NFL draft. Oh. Sorry, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. yeah, man. Just keep an eye out for next Thursday. That's all. Facts. But, uh, guys, again, um, please, everybody, check out that Instagram. I put it on the fleet. I'm going to put it in the story. Tracy and Michael Davis Jr. It's, it's, it's really good music. You know, in, and, and I promise you, you'll like it. He got good flow. And, uh... People helping people pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? All, all about the good thoughts, good vibes, good energy. 